0: Well, hello, hello, hello. Hello, people. Are Welcome we... back to the Podcast of Madness. Sorry for the very long delay. I was moving. Episode 2. This is episode 2. The delay was... Indeed it was.
1: It was a temporary delay. We are going back to schedule... ...madness very soon. Mm-hmm.
0: You can hear me, is it correct? Yes, I can. Okay, we were we were having some problems earlier, so I was just getting this confirmation.
1: This is our third attempt of
0: recording. You're not supposed to tell the people that. They don't care. Okay, so. Ah. Whatever. Anyways.
1: We left off last episode, which is gaming series. Uh, mm-hmm. gaming series. I think we should start off with one of the biggest ones right now. which Call is of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> -hmm. Which one you want to start with? I would prefer we start with
0: older. How about we start with the ones that are um, taking the world by storm, like the remastered of Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare itself. Okay,
1: Modern Warfare Remastered is it's an (laughs) it, and I thought it was. I honestly, when I played the whole campaign, I couldn't tell if it was worth it or not.
0: What because do you mean? I
1: have the original. I have the original on my Xbox as well as the remaster. Yeah. And I, um, I played the original, like maybe like a day before I played the remastered, and I, I enjoyed the remastered obviously because the better graphics and the neat little details they added in. But when I went back and looked at the original one, I said I think this is a little better because of nostalgia and stuff. But also because I think it was a waste of time to just have the campaign. I think it would have been a bigger deal and made a lot more money if it was the campaign and spec-ups. Yeah. Because the campaign spec-ups and multiplayer, because the multiplayer is the thing that people went back to Modern Warfare 2 for. Modern Warfare 2 wasn't popular because of the campaign. Don't get me wrong, the campaign for Modern Warfare 2 is a great story. Like, everything in it is great. There's a lot of controversy with the stuff like the No Russian Mission. Um, the end of the game was fantastic. I probably think it has one of the biggest and best plot twists in probably gaming history because nobody expected it. Like, to this day, people who've never played Modern Warfare 2, if they went back and played it, they'd be like, oh, crap.
0: I I sort of disagree with you. I don't think it's because of the multiplayer. Most of it was because of the campaign. Also, if they did put the multiplayer in, I feel like that would backfire on their plan. Because, you know, like, they they just released Bond of Warfare. So, like, if they release a game with another multiplayer, usually, as the hype goes, everyone is going to go to it and be like, oh, I want to play it. And then it's not going to make business for the game that they spent a lot more time on than instead of just, you know, remastering, you know.
1: Yes, but they did, they did that whole formula of two multiplayer experiences at launch. With the launch of Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered, that's what they did. They had both of those games released on the same day, although one of them was you had to have a very certain version of the game to get the remastered one. It was still basically, yeah, two multiplayer experiences. But people played more Infinite Warfare than Modern Warfare Remastered because, well, I really don't know why. I have Modern Warfare Remastered and I don't really like it because I wasn't the, huge, the biggest fan of Modern Warfare like first one. I don't know why I never really got to the trend of it, I thought it was okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it was like the perfect yeah. game. Yeah. It's, it's it's and also because it's just like okay, so it it Model Warfare was the like foundation of the series that we have now. But Model Warfare I think Model Warfare really kicked off with the second one, not the first one.
0: I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't know. I definitely think that the first one set off the multiplayer hype, and then the second one definitely took it off with, um, with... Because that, that's, uh... Like, whenever you think of Modern Warfare, like, the first Modern Warfare, you think of, like, oh, yeah, it was a very fun multiplayer. Compared to whenever you think of, like, Modern Warfare 2, you're like, damn, that was a really good campaign. Because the campaign had one of the, like, best twists ever. Like, if, if, like, anyone mentions to you, like... Okay, and, you know, Modern Warfare 2, the first thing you think of is, you know, the campaign.
1: Yeah, but also, it's it's funny that you bring up the fact that Modern Warfare kicked off the- Modern Warfare 1 was multiplayer, Modern Warfare 2 was campaign. I think, when people think of the Modern Warfare campaign, Spoilers, if anybody's not played the Modern Warfare campaign, mm-hmm. like, that's gonna be original. But, I think the things that people think about the most are probably the end of the game, or the assassin. The it's the failed assassination on Victor's the Cave. Mhm because you shoot the man's arm off like come on that's that's pretty cool Yeah. And but the game the, the campaign I thought was pretty oh and the nuke that goes off because yeah. that, that what causes basically General Shepard in Modern Warfare 2 to be like this the world isn't okay and stuff like that's that whole event is what led to the foundation of his inevitable betrayal in Modern Warfare 2 right? yeah Modern Warfare 2's campaign was I think was probably to this day the perfect, mono, uh, the perfect call of duty campaign like from start to finish
0: mm.
1: the only one that i think of that is it's not as good but i can say in terms of story what's in it and like any twists or whatever i would say probably black ops 2 yeah because black uh, ops 2's game
0: actually i i think that modern warfare 2 was the game that set off the whole idea of like what if the villain wins instead of the you know like the regular good guys because then, remember, in Ghosts, the, the the quote unquote villain also like won, you know.
1: Yeah, and also if you think about it, in Modern Warfare Two, the villain wins also because Macarov Macarov's plan works and everyone's against America and it causes basically World War Three. Mm-hmm. Macarov, a bunch of a bunch of destruction, but your your character, I think it, it's cool because Modern Warfare Three picks up right after Modern Warfare Two. Like, in, like seconds before because the first mission of Modern Warfare 3D you're like healing soap like you're putting bandages over his knife. Work. Yeah. But like you don't really get to really think of the repercussions of the whole thing that happened in Modern Warfare 2 because the moment Roach and Ki- Ghost were killed and it was revealed that Shepard was the bad guy the whole time
0: mm-hmm.
1: the whole focus of the campaign was let's stop Makarov. it was we need to kill Shepard now. Yeah. Even Price, I think even Soap even mentions it to Price. He's like, should we be focusing on Makarov? And Price said, there's a lot more important things to deal with. We'll deal with him later. Ultimately causes World War Three to happen, but you get your revenge on him in the end. And I thought Modern Warfare III was a great way to end the series. Um, but when they announced a reboot, I was kind of like, are they going to like basically just do the story again? Like, like- I don't think that's...
0: like you just you weren't as enthusiastic as you were for like whenever you first played the game because you were like really just the same thing again
1: when I saw the first teaser trailer and I saw Captain Price and he said Bravo 6 going dark in my head because I remember reading a bunch of articles and it said Modern Warfare is going to be a dark game like not in terms of it's gonna be gory and stuff, but also in terms of the lighting's gonna be darker. Like the whole game is gonna be advertised as like you can play in the dark and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's like that, but it's not really like that because there's like only like four missions in the in the campaign where the whole time it's dark. Like the the clean house mission is probably the most level in the whole game right now. But like, I don't know, the Modern Warfare campaign. I played it from start to finish. I really enjoyed it. all and the fact that you play as multiple people
0: yeah it was very interesting to see like the view of everything from like because they were going through the same thing it was just like different times just yeah, different areas
1: and, like, it, would, it would change perspectives and like your character like you could tell that your character has different motives with every person they play as mm. I think my favorite part of the game was when you played as uh, Kid Farah and she would like you would have like a little pistol oh yeah and you had it's, to
0: like, kill the Russian dude the Russian dudes
1: yeah, sure. and then the young Captain Price, when you do the other be- flashbacks and stuff and, like, before he became Captain, he was just Lieutenant Price or whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: Whenever he comes in there to save, uh, to save her from the... Oh, yeah, spoilers if, like, you yeah, haven't played, but, like, um... Yeah, like, whenever she was imprisoned and she was getting, uh, interrogated and, like, he goes... Because he takes her brother away and... <clears throat> he comes in, like, because she breaks out, she frees her, like, her sisters, that's what she calls them, and they all go rush to free her brother and every everyone else while they were getting gassed. And then Captain Price comes in and, you know, like, saves the day. And then, they, like, she trusted him from that day going on forth.
1: I, I was telling my friend Ruben that I think that if Modern Warfare... I think if Modern Warfare Two or Modern Warfare 2019 were movies, it would make a lot of money.
0: If it if they were movies,
1: yeah, I would think Modern War, No, I would think Modern Warfare Two as a movie would be great.
0: Okay, that, that's no, that's I don't I don't agree with that because like the whole point that's a game. If people made movies of it, it, I don't think it would get that much traction. I feel like it would be just. I mean. Well, I feel like it would get traction because people would make fun of it and you know advertise it by making fun of it. But yeah, you know, I like seemingly, it. I don't think anyone's gonna like it because like you know, it's it's meant to be a game, so I don't think people are gonna be like. So okay, how how would you how would you think if like say the new like the newer Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare Two, but like the newer one became a movie
1: like a like a game then movie or just a movie um i wouldn't really like it <laughs> if it was a movie if it was a movie i think it would be kind of slow
0: exactly so like it's the same thing as like modern warfare 2 you know it's like like if it was a movie they'd definitely have to make it a lot longer than like like cuz i mean let's be real like, half the time in movies, it's, like, pretty summed out.
1: Okay, so we're also gonna switch gears to a different Call of Duty series, because it's the one that I'm currently playing, and it's the one that I think Ollie and I play the most. Uh, that's the Black Ops series.
0: Ooh, oh boy.
1: Now, I have a personal opinion about Call of Duty Black Ops. As a whole. I think Black Ops 1, the thing that made it great was the multiplayer. Black Ops 2, I personally think... It was zombies. I think it was everything, a little bit.
0: I feel like it was a little more heavy on the zombie side. If I'm being honest, like people played the zombies, and that that that's what really sent them off. They're like they like I like this game.
1: Dude, I remember zombies. Like when you would open the menu for Black Ops Two Zombies, it would be like the like the earth, but it was like destroyed. And oh yeah, I remember, I remember like, that. It's really cool because like the main menu was space. But it was like the area surrounding the world and it was like pieces of yeah. floating by.
0: And everything was like molten lava and stuff at the time. Yeah,
1: and then the way you would pick a map is by going to Earth, like on the... the and
0: then like switching to that specific place. Oh uh, Speaking of, what was your favorite map?
1: In Black Ops 2?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, Mob of the Dead for sure.
0: Oh baby, Mob of the Dead. Oh, oh what was the name of that? ah oh, can't remember it. Oh, what was it? Uh, buried. Buried was mine. Buried? I really like Buried. I
1: think Buried is the best, like, victus story map for those characters, like, because that's basically, that was supposed to be the end of their story. And yeah. It was, it was a great ending because, like, you basically were told as you're doing these, like, these characters have nothing left to lose they're going to die in this abandoned city, basically. Yeah. The Black-
0: like like they're trapped and there's nothing more for them. I think
1: Black Ops Two got better over time than worse. Although I would say the first DLC, which was Die Rise, was
0: pretty bad. Yeah.
1: Die Rise was when I remember playing it because I was younger and I loved zombies. I was like, yeah, Die Rise is cool because it's a skyscraper. You know, skyscraper zombies. That that's a good concept, but they yeah they, the way they did it. Was just so bad. It was like
0: it was just really weird, more than bad.
1: I was watching this guy, and whoever's watching this, I, I recommend watching this guy's map analysis series. But is Tim Hansen on YouTube, and he has a map analysis for every single Treyarch Zombies map, and he talked about Die Rise, and he did a poll where like maybe like fifteen thousand people voted, and he realized that statistically speaking, more people died from fall damage than
0: than they did from the actual zombies he said
1: it's stupid he, he even said he's like i want to play zombies to get killed by zombies not die off of falling off like a 10-foot ledge like that's not zombies right they have yeah. there have been like some interpretations of zombies maps that have been set in like skyscrapers or buildings i think one of them was in advanced warfare but like i never played advanced warfare zombies because i refused
0: i still do but there's I there there was one and it was executed like semi well. It wasn't like horrible, but it was executed to the more like you would it wouldn't just be like oh I'm dying because I fell off a ledge. Like whenever you did die, like you'd be like damn that was my fault. You know?
1: Yeah, Black Ops 2 I think really peaked with Mob of the Dead because that was like Mob of the Dead in my opinion is a short story, but it's probably one of the best short stories that's ever been written. Like it's really great. From an outside point of view, Block Ops 2 is about the victim's characters. But once you buy the DLC and you look at it, it's like, there's a map with mobsters that in Alcatraz, 1930-something. Like, <laughs> It's
0: right. weird, because like, whenever you say like that, you know, it makes more sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the, the premise, from what I remember looking at the trailer, was you're playing as four mobsters trapped in an infinite time loop, and the whole point is to get them out. That's the whole thing. But then, as you're doing it, you like listen to these audio files, and you're listening to the backstory of these characters, and you just like you empathize with these people who are bad. You know they're bad guys, but you still are like they're human beings, and they're suffering for things that they wouldn't have to suffer like this for. Uh. Like, yeah, most characters, most of the characters have killed people, like innocent people. But like, do you really think somebody really deserves to get trapped in an eternal damnation for all of eternity, just in an infinite time loop?
0: A lot of people would probably say yes, but I'm, I'm like, I mean, like, like you'd think they'd paid their time after a while, but you know, they're just stuck in a repeating, like, never-ending hellverse, pretty much.
1: We're gonna talk about the one Black Ops game that most definitely the best part was zombies, and that is Black Ops Three.
0: Okay, okay, this is <clears throat> let's be let's be real now, like. The multiplayer was definitely hated. The story was pretty bad. But one thing, okay, we can I think I think we can all agree on this. Zetsubo is terrible. Was not fun map. Like it was like, okay, for whenever it first came out, like if you didn't know anything about it, I feel like you would enjoy it for the first, like, maybe Five times that you played dude, it, and then it's just never fun again. Because that's,
1: that's, that's it's about, so that's annoying.
0: Me, that's how... Not even watching paint dry is a lot more fun it, it than playing cheap, that map. But like, still. It's slow, and I'll be damned if I have to go against one of those Gru-built motherfuckers rashers. one more time, dude. I don't fucking know their name. They were so annoying. They'd like, pop up, and you'd have to hit specific points, or they'd never die. And, like, at later on and later rounds, it spawned, like, oh. seven of them at a time. And you'd be sitting there with your dick in your hand, like, you just got caught beating your meat, like, We're defenseless, gonna, you a, know? Th- I
1: have an opinion about uh, uh, Zombies Chronicles that I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I think once you hear me out about why I say it, I think you'll understand. I personally think Zombies Chronicles was a little bit overwhelming and a little bit disappointing. I don't know, like, when How so? I was thinking of a DLC 5 and I heard of they're gonna remaster all the old Zombies maps in my head. I was like, yeah, we're finally gonna get like, mom of the Dead remastered, Call of the Dead remastered. I thought when they said that, I immediately assumed Black Ops 1 and 2. I'm gonna... I, I didn't like... It. Yeah. I think the at war maps were just... I think it was unnecessary. I mean, it is Zombies Chronicles, it makes sense from a story perspective, but like... Those maps were made to be difficult, and with Black Ops 3 and the engine it's in, and like gobblegums and stuff, it makes it nowhere near difficult. Like the gobble, I was playing Nocturne Tone earlier, and they have the Wonder machine, they have gobblegums, they have mule kick in there, which has always been there since Black Ops 1. That makes sense, but the fact that they have the ray gun, the ray gun Mark II, and the Annihilator Pistol, Monkey Bombs, and the Thunder Gun in the box on Nocturne Toei, it. it's just not fun. It's just like, standing in a corner and shooting zombies, that's all it is, that's- And then, Kino is awesome, because it's always- it's the same Keanu der Toten it's always been, just with the Gobble Cups. Ascension, I've never really, like, enjoyed it. I think it's great, but not, like, my cup of tea. Shangri-La has always been difficult, and I love how difficult it is. Moon, I think is probably, besides Origins, probably the best part of Chronicles.
0: I mean, Moon was pretty fun, like, don't get me wrong. But, like, I don't think it was, like, the best, the best. Cause, okay, because here's the thing, right? I don't like the World at War maps, because they were literally meant to be tests. They were testing out, like, if people would like it if someone made, like, a zombie, like, as a game mode. Because, yeah, like, back yeah. then, and, and even still now, like, the survival horror, like, where you have to go out and scavenge and stuff was, like, really big. So they're like, oh, but if we make you... You know, like defenseless, and you have to pretty much like buy weapons off walls and stuff by killing zombies. You know, gaining resources and acquiring better gear. <clears throat> you know, I
1: do. Remember, I do remember looking at old trailers for World at War, and there was one that was like the multiplayer reveal trailer. And at the very end, it said, "Upon completing the campaign, you would get a bonus mode, and it was just Nocturne in. <laughs> I loved it because I actually replayed World at War, and I played nocturne and Toten. i love nocturne totem because it was just really difficult
0: yeah it was like, like a v- it was meant to be difficult
1: it was dark that's what i loved about it it's like you felt defenseless the moment you went in you were you had a pistol and there was just endless waves of zombies they were like you gotta admit world of war zombies on nocturne totem was pretty terrifying on the first start. dude like, no
0: it- do you remember okay whenever you finish the game do you remember the cutscene they showed you?
1: Yeah, it was like you were
0: It like was a, a plane crash and you're laying there and then you look up and just hear you see a bunch of glowing eyes and like running and you just hear the zombie noise and dude it's like it's freaky cuz like it's it's so creepy cuz like the only thing you can think of is like oh god they're running right at me <laughs>
1: Dude, I remember I used to get nightmares from that one scene. Like, I would always run out of the room to not watch it, because I don't know why it scared the hell out of me.
0: I mean, it scared me, too, as, like, a little kid, but, like, I didn't...
1: Yes, I remember one time my brother played World at War's campaign, and he finished it at, like, 1.30 in the morning, and I went in the living room, and I just saw the zombie charge at him, and I was like, what the hell? I
0: was like... <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I got scared, but I was like, damn, that's cool! <laughs>
1: yeah, and, like, Another thing about uh, World at War that I think is really, I think it's depressing that over time it's been basically unplayable because of all the hacks and stuff.
0: It's not more of the hacks, it's just, it's it's like, it became unfun. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, but more like... Do
1: you agree that World at War would honestly probably sell really well if they remastered it?
0: Yeah, yeah, They, they probably would. But I feel like, I just, I feel like they don't want to remaster like super, super old games because of like, they want to capture the, like, just leave that in time. You know, like, think of it as like a time capsule. Either that or they're waiting for like way better graphics so they can just really shoot it up. Like the PlayStation 5, speaking of the PlayStation 5, that controller and that reveal, let me tell you, it was very lovely.
1: We have a few minutes left and I think we should use this time to discuss... A game, series slash a game that me and Ollie are both excited for that is now publicly released and everybody's gonna play. The Last of Us 2. Sorry to cut you off,
0: but dude. The
1: Last of Us Part 2 looks amazing.
0: Phenomenal, dude.
1: I love the graphics. It looks great. I love The Last of Us Part 1. I remember, like, I watched, like, those videos where it was, like, all the ways you can die in The Last of Us and I was like, that looks pretty interesting and stuff because I was weird. Mm -hmm. And... uh, once i acquired a playstation 3 and i played the last of us i love the story like i i usually skip cutscenes in games first like my first playthrough just so i can play the game and then i go back and play it again to look at the cutscenes and get the full understanding of the story Mm -hmm. but this part two for some reason was like the only game at that time where i was like really invested in the story of this one guy named joel and all he's doing is just get this girl to safety like that's like that was the major points of last of us and it was so great there's a thing that i have a fear about for the last of us though is that it has been confirmed that it is going to be made into a tv series it is it is it's gonna be it's being made into a tv series they're writing scripts and stuff and they're doing casts i don't think this is a great idea Hmm. i think
0: well, I mean, okay, hold on now, hold on now, because like, okay, they made The Witcher into a TV series, right? Like, don't get me wrong, The Witcher, it's a hard game and it's like it's really fun too. But like, it, The Witcher seem to be doing fucking great. I mean, like they're making bank out the ass with it. Like they're.
1: But do you think, do you think The Last of Us would be a better movie or a better show?
0: I feel like it would be more like a movie than a show, though.
1: You got to admit, The Last of Us is really cinematic. Like, if you were to just sit down, there's a thing where I do sometimes, and I'll admit it, is sometimes when I really like because I don't have a PlayStation myself, and I want to look at The Last of Us. I don't look at the gameplay and stuff. I look at just the cutscenes because it's a, literally a movie.
0: Oh yeah, no, like, dude. I I so I was watching. Um, so they're they're like it's been released and people have been playing it, and I watched just like the first little bit of it just to see how it would look. And dude, the first cutscene is absolutely gorgeous it is the best rendering ever i'm talking about like you can see the glimmers off of snow like imagine having like a 4k tv and the playstation 5 while playing that dude you'd be like in a movie theater like watching like it in the hd quality
1: do you think i know that this like the last of us part two the last of us part one was released again
0: the remastered
1: or it was remastered did you play the remastered yes you...
0: i played it as preparation for the for part 2
1: i played i played part or played part 1 remastered uh, around the last like 6 months that i was in texas because i really enjoyed the last of us like on playstation 3 and i was like yeah i heard that they're remastering it so i got it on the playstation 4 cuz my my mom's fiancé had the PlayStation 4 and he bought it, but he never finished it. He played, like, the first mission where his daughter dies, so that was, like, basically it. And then once that whole, like, cutscene happened and I played the rest of it, the graphics weren't, like, a thousand times improved, but, like, you can tell the game was way better than it was before. Like, it was improved. But there's one thing that I don't know why I have been told that it's good, but I never caught on the trend of it. Did you? Did you adamantly play the multiplayer for The Last of Us?
0: Uh, okay, so I adamantly was... played it, but I did play it, and it wasn't—it wasn't anything too crazy. If I'm being honest with you, it wasn't like. I
1: have a of mine. I have a friend of mine who said the Last of Us multiplayer reminds him of of basically a darker version of Uncharted's multiplayer. That's basically what he told me it was like.
0: It, it kind of is, I'm not going to lie, it kind of is in the sense of like, you go around and like just do a bunch of random stuff, but it wasn't, it was but it wasn't, you know?
1: Yeah, games where you play like a single player campaign and you play as like these characters that you love and stuff. And you play as them in a multiplayer where you could just get killed, I think it's just really strange. That's why when they announced Captain Price in Modern Warfare, I thought it was kind of bad. Like, it's kind of weird, you know? Like-
0: it ruined, it kind of, no, but it kind of ruins the experience, like, especially for a game like The Last of Us. Like, imagine sitting there and spending so much time and effort trying to keep that one character alive just so at the end. You can just watch him die by some guy online.
1: I can praise The Last of Us for the fact that the multiplayer doesn't give you the choice to play as those characters. It gives you, like, random people. Because the characters you play as in the multiplayer are... I think it's the survivors, and then there's the fireflies. Now, the fireflies as a group, I think that's a great way to do a multiplayer for The Last of Us. It's the fireflies versus the survivors. That's cool. That's great. But yeah, if you were to do a... I don't think... Last of Us Part 2 doesn't have a multiplayer haunt. It's just single player, right?
0: I don't, I'm not too sure. That it could have it. I haven't played it yet. Um, but. Every I if it,
1: Every gameplay I've seen in Last of Us Part 2 has just been like the, the first cutscene. So I, I haven't seen like the main menu. Although I did see uh, like the main menu without like, the options, and it's a boat. like Kind of just floating aimlessly in the water. Uh-huh. But
0: well I mean even even if there was you know even if there was multiplayer do you really think that's the first episode people are gonna make videos on like like nobody wants to see that they want to see the like the story
1: yeah last of was part if two it, if if it did have a multiplayer I think personally it would probably I don't think it does but I think if it was to work I think it would probably be that kind of thing where you play the campaign and then you unlock the multiplayer because mm. it's like because you do know that there's going to be people out there who don't play the campaign and who only like multiplayer games. And they hear, Naughty Dog has a game. It has multiplayer. Let's play that. that I already know the people know that exist. Because I have a friend of mine who has played The Last of Us, but he doesn't play the campaign. He plays the multiplayer. It annoys the fuck out of me. Mm. But...
0: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, speaking of, hold on. Let me let me just let me just say this. Okay, how... Just imagine. This is a side rant real fast. Imagine how fun it would be if like Naughty Dog made like a, like a space game or like a game that's like um, like fiction, you know? Like all make-believe and stuff, like how cool would that be? Yeah, that'd be great. Because like, they, they're really good at like storytelling and like, like just in general yeah, like yeah. art and like all that.
1: Naughty Dog is phenomenal with the storytelling they have. Oh that's yeah. That's the best part about their games. You could say yeah gameplay is involved too but you everybody could mutually agree stories like The Last of Us and like Uncharted 4 are great stories.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. They're a great stories, especially Uncharted 4, that twist at the end, who. I'm not going to spoil it cuz forever doesn't who forever hasn't played it, treat yourself, okay? That game is fantastic and the story is sp- like great and sad at the same time it's it's all sorts of stuff
1: i do like the last of us for the fact that i love zombie games where you can create like not like create but like in order to survive it's not like it's not like zombies like in call of duty where you basically find random stuff
0: and you it's a horror survival it's like i said earlier i was like people love it because like you have to gather supplies and upgrade and you know live you know
1: there is a game that is not entirely like the last of us i think i was going to say it's basically like the last of us but it's made for everything it's really not now that i'm thinking about it but i think we can agree that this series has been brought back from the grave recently especially the past like 3 to 4 years i think resident evil is just getting a lot of positive stuff i think it really peaked with 7 i don't know about you i love 7 I loved the campaign for Seven. It was cool.
0: I wasn't the biggest fan of Seven, mostly because I grew up on the old ones, which were like all third-person, and then randomly throwing in first-person in there. Don't get me wrong, I, I still enjoyed it. It was still like a scary game, but mm, it wasn't my favorite. You know. the
1: third-person Resident Evil? We, I think because we, you mentioned it like very vaguely in the first episode, I think we should talk about for the next like seven minutes because we're gonna make this a forty-minute episode because the last one, the first episode was really short. We're making up for lost times. Um,
0: uh-huh. I
1: think we should talk about um, Resident Evil Two Remaster or Remade or whatever.
0: Well, that is a great idea.
1: Resident Evil Two. I'm actually gonna let you say it because you have beaten Resident Evil Two. I haven't i played it. I love it. But you have more opinions about it than I do. So you can take it.
0: It's, 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 how do I say this? It is, it's fun. It's really nice. The, the whole campaign of it, like it really gets the full experience of it, you know, yeah. but, you know, there are, there are a couple of things. Like if you play on like the hardest difficulty, Like, it's meant to be the hardest difficulty, of course, but like, some stuff are just like, kinda wonky. Cause like, you could get trapped in an area where like, you have no saves, cause you don't have any tapes, or, and you don't have any bullets or anything, and instead of giving you like a bullet there and a bullet here, no, like they don't give you any ammo, and you just have to run around for like half the game with like, no bullets. That's if you're not careful with your bullets. Yeah, and- So so, like, if you're careful, you can, I think, I think you'd have, like, a pretty easy-going time.
1: Yeah, and... from what I've played so far, it's one of the only few games that's really been made that's made me go, like, make me actually anxious for my safety. Like, it's, it's really dark. I love that. I love games, like, I love horror games that are dark, and it makes you question, like, if I go in this room, am I gonna get screwed over, or it's just gonna be a room full of supplies. Like, you know, mm. when i remember when i remember like looking at reviews from resident evil 2 remake they remake it was just they weren't there wasn't really any negative it was all positive like th- this game like when it came out i remember was just completely like loved by everybody people who didn't even play like this game loved the remake yeah like i haven't played actually not to the fact i have played the original but the first one I just didn't play as much I think actually I played it as like a part of like a like a kind of like I don't know how to explain it it was like the old games but they were made available for a short time I played it like that it was great really I, it was great yeah and then mm-hmm. I played 3 the original unless it wasn't 3 but I remember I felt, I thought it was kind of weird I think you can agree with me with this is that Shortly after when Resident Evil 2 came out, I thought it was kind of weird that they basically instantly went to Resident Evil 3, like, that quickly.
0: I get. Well, I mean, because here's the thing, they already remastered, like, the original one, then they remastered Zero, then they remastered the second one, so they're remastering the third one. Now, they already remastered Resident Evil 4, and I was talking to one of my friends about this, actually, and he brought up the same fact that you did. And he said, he was like, he was like, he's like, he's like, I hope they don't remaster Resident Evil 5, you know? He's like, he's like, because I like the old, like, crispiness of it. And he says, he says almost like they keep everything the same, except for like, you know, maybe make it like better graphics. He's like, that's about it. He's like, he's like, because if they do go and like do everything else and like make it weird, he's like, he's like it won't be as entertaining no, I was like, like that's that's fair.
1: I did see a thing that it was like a, a chart. It was like charts for Resident Evil, and one the one thing that caught my eye was people really peeked into the Resident Evil series with Resident Evil Four, mm-hmm. and I can agree. Resident Evil Four is a great game. I wouldn't really, cause I'm not really like, I love Resident Evil games. I'm just not like every single year I'm buying the latest one I bought Resident Evil 2 because Ollie suggested it to me and whenever he suggests games to me I basically say yeah it's a good idea because he never suggests games to me unless they're worth my time and available to Xbox players and I play I've been playing it so far I like it it's great um, although I, it's, it is it, it is kind of I let, I understand what he meant by Resident Evil 7 is kind of weird considering the fact that the original resident evil games were third person or like top down and then all of a sudden it's first person i i told my friend the other day that i think resident evil 7 was made as a shock value game you know what that means like it wasn't really made for like money like it was
0: made for like the shock and awe
1: yeah because i think people nowadays are realizing that there's a lot of games that are first person shooters that everyone's liking and that third-person games aren't really on the market which isn't true but I have seen some things people say like maybe that's why it's it like this it's because you know they realize like yeah hey this this works this formula works what we're doing working and they made first person first person Resident Evil doesn't sound like it. it doesn't it doesn't sound right
0: it doesn't okay but here's the thing but it also doesn't sound like it's a complete bad idea Well, it more sounded like, uh, how do I say this? More like kind of the the Sonic thing, how everyone was like, oh, it's it's just for the shock and awe. You know, they just wanted the attention. So they were like, oh, you know, look, look, it's the Sonic thing. They made them really ugly so people can talk about it. So, you know, whenever, whenever, like, it comes out and they change it, you know, people just thought, like, you know, they just get more publicity for it. Yeah,
1: and I have you played Resident Evil Seven with the VR headset?
0: No, I have not, but I have seen it being played, and it seems like it's scary.
1: Yeah, I tried it.
0: <laughs> oh boy!
1: And it was terrifying. Like, I, especially the part where you were—it's like the initial part of the game where you're being chased by the the family. Oh. And the dad, uh, Jack Baker, whatever his name is, like it's him just chasing you. There is a part that is an optional thing that happens. And it's funny because I did get told that a lot of people didn't actually get this cutscene to happen. It's really only happens if you purposely let him catch you. Oh yeah, he is.
0: chops off your leg, right?
1: He chops your leg off but like, he says, I feel bad for you. Let me give you a second chance. And he gives you your foot.
0: And, and gives won- you the, the goop juice and he's like, he's like, put it on your foot. Do it. Go ahead. And he like, you try it. And you're like, oh my god, my foot's back together.
1: Yeah, like, you're your character is like, what the hell is this? And, like, and he just disappears. I think he hunts you down when you get out of that room. But, like, I think it's kind of funny how, like, he's like, you know what, this isn't fair, I'll give you a second chance. And he gives you that chance But like, you know, your foot's still kind of, like, jacked up, so it's like...
0: You know, it's like, your foot's gone, you know?
1: Yeah, but it's... I, I, I wanted to see what that looked like in VR, and I can tell you, much just pretty terrifying.
0: Yeah, I bet. You know, getting your... Getting the the feel that your leg just got chopped off that shoot's not the the best thing to be seeing in VR.
1: Yep. Well, that's gonna be all for episode two. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we said, we apologize for the lack of episodes being released. We should be back on schedule.
0: Very shortly. Which is every weekend... Or if you're lucky, every like Thursday. (laughs) Every should
1: be around two to three episodes released every week. We (sighs) may take breaks. We may take breaks every now and then, Mm -hmm. but somewhat the majority schedule. uh, But we made this episode in particularly longer than the first one because we wanted to make
0: up for the last one because of how short it was.
1: Yeah, and also because the first episode was cut off short because. Our mics were just not really like working, so Mm we
0: were having some issues. So, you know,
1: basically fix it. So, thank you all for coming to episode two. We enjoyed the experience as much as we enjoyed uh, recording it. Yeah, I am your co host, Isaac Mendoza,
0: and I am your host, Ollie. And I hope you have a great whatever it is afternoon, morning, night. Just know. the world's not that bad of a place. Okay, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.